This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons is with us this morning. Um, you can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Morning. I'm dressed all in black in mourning for the death of Steve Wright in the afternoon. Oh. Steve Wright always wore black. Yes. Always. Yeah. Always, yeah. Yeah. Um, what a terrible decision to get rid of Steve right in the afternoon. Wowee. I just, I can't Don't imagine Don't you it. love him? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Some, a comedian once asked, I don't know what you think of this, Zoe, a comedian, mm, yeah. a young comedian told me he got his first telly and asked me if I'd got any advice. And mm-hmm. I said, yes. One thing you have to learn is to handle people who know less about comedy than you telling you how to do comedy yeah. and yeah. you can't because you can't have an argument every time find yeah. a way around that yeah. diplomatically you've got to be zen in this business yeah exactly not a, not a thing I ever achieved myself <laughs> but something to aim at Steve right in the afternoon come on anyway I did that a few times did you ever do it Zoe? The show, yeah. I did it over the line. I never got to go and do it in the studio because I did it during pandemic period. It was weird. It looked like some bloke you met in, a, in a, on a park bench who looked, yeah. just made no effort at all. And every time I did it, it was like a, it was a really, really good interview, and it just sort of fell off him. Yeah, like windfall fruit. Yeah, mm. he's, he's anyway. very skilled. He's very, very skilled man. Yes, he was. Gone now, of course. We're talking as if he's dead. He's not, I was going to say he's still around. He is, and he's doing something else, but he's not doing that. But anyway. I'm going to miss him on, on... Scaffolders and decorators always had Steve Wright on the, in the <laughs> afternoon, and my, my afternoons aren't going to be the same now, and I can't hear it blowing you know, through the window. Did he, they listen to it on radios that had, like, paint <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the best kind. Yeah. Do you know what, though? He'll have some more free time, and I think I'm trying to get Frank some friends... Oh, that wouldn't work. Why? I couldn't possibly see him outside of that studio. I've never, <laughs> ever seen him outside of that chair in that studio. There are certain people. Who else can't you imagine outside of the chair? Oh, hmm. that's, that's a good question. Yeah. Outside of a studio environment. i tell you who I can't imagine outside of a studio environment. John Humphreys. I can't see John just walking down the street. No. What about Charlie State <laughs> on BBC Breakfast? I can't imagine him loosening his tie even. <laughs> oh, he's got very... He has the sort of um, very dynasty hair, mm. doesn't he? Yeah, lovely. So the, the, very the, handsome. The Kennedy um, family is the theme of uh, male presenters on BBC Breakfast for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it's look. Pride today, so... Um, happy uh, Pride, everyone. Yes, Happy Pride. Do people say Happy Pride? Yeah, so we got Zoe Lyons here. We thought, you know yeah. what we need? yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't book you for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, bet. Oh, I've got a question. I've got a question. Who's gay and available? I'll get her in. <laughs> a gay, a gay, a We, um, I've got a question about Pride, about the the music that oh, they buckle play. Buckle up, everyone. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a question about the 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 music that they play at Pride. Okay. Yeah. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? That's it. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's probably been a while since you've been to Pride. 
there aren't any songs about rainbows at Pride. I mean, there, there oh. will be. The, there will definitely be high energy. Rainbows will be represented. Yeah. Do people still say yeah. high energy as a music genre? Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, I, do they, Zoe? High energy. Well, I, I look. I think Zoe's the music expert. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> <a> something. <laughs> oh boy! I tell you what I thought of. I tell you what I thought of. Do you remember we used to do? Um, I can never. Find, I think they move about the jingle. Oh, here we go. Yeah, whatever happened to um, popping paper bags in order to surprise someone? Oh, yeah. That's a real old school prank. It's gone. If anyone's got any experience of this, I'd love to hear from them at 12.15. And if we if we can find out if it does indeed, if, as it is reputed, cure hiccups. If, yeah, we should add the caveat. Anyone who's still alive yes. can remember doing that. Because, it, why would that die out? It was brilliant. They're hard to get these days, though, a little paper bag, unless you nick them from the mushroom area in the supermarket. Be, also, I mean, for the same <laughs> reason... loads of them there. ...powdered egg died out, because it's no longer relevant. What about when... You're in, when you're in the supermarket and you get like 20 um, brown paper bags on a hook, reminds me of when we had an outside toilet when I was a child in the West Midlands. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. So did you, um, did you watch Macca at Glasto? Mm-hmm. Yes. What did you think? Well, okay... Um, oh dear. Well, no. I mean, you know, hats off. He did. Um, he did a long set, didn't he? He did, he did do a long set. set. Mm. He did a long set. But um, I thought he looked great. He's the same age as my dad, and he did two and a bit hours on yeah on main stage. And mm. but I'm not a massive fan. I've never no. got over the frog chorus. So I just. Oh, I just you have, are so unforgiving. I know. I How would you that if yeah. someone was like that about one of your gags? Oh no, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah I'd have no 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 audience left. Do you but, know what? Can I recommend um, you watch Get um, Back? Um, and I think um. it will it will turn you. Don't you think, Bank? If you watch Get Back, it's, well, you know, um, McCartney comes out of that very well. I was collecting um, Beatles. Bubblegum cards in 1964. Yeah. So I'm kind of stuck with it. I mean, that and there was, was a great. You chose the right year. There was a great <laughs> moment when, um, when honesty cut through the night like sheet lightning. When he says, "You know, we can tell when the songs that you don't like." <laughs> he said because um, when we do like a Beatles song. He said, all the phones go up filming it. He said, and when I did like one of my new songs, nothing. It's just <laughs> yeah. nothing. And I thought, yeah. what a great thing yeah. to actually draw attention to. <laughs> I loved him for that. I interviewed Ringo once. Okay. And I said, when you meet someone, like when someone comes around your house to mend the radiator, how long does it normally take before the B word comes up? Mm. And uh, he said, uh, no, it's... it's it's uh, just you," he said. "No one else mentions it." I said, "That, that cannot be true." He said, "No, they never bring it up." They never bring it. Definitely up. not true. Well, Ringo brings it up if they don't. Yeah, that would be my. By guess. the way, whatever happened to? Did Ringo commit to his? He, do you remember he? 
famously said... I'm he, warning you with peace and love. After, um, was it October the 28th? I'm sure one of our ne- readers will yeah. know. Does, you know about this, Zoe? No. Oh, he said he'd never sign another autograph, so don't send him anything, because after October, whatever it was, he said, I'm warning you with peace and love. Well, they will not be signed anymore. No, I don't I, know. He Why was do getting... they have a date, a specific date? It's like when a banknote goes out of circulation. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> this is the beauty of Ringo, is that he didn't need to put a date on it, but he does. His, he goes his own way. Well, I spoke to Paul McCartney Mysterious about way. this once oh, okay. at an after-show thing. You didn't. And he said... Oh, um, God, embarrassing, Frank. What and he you... said, no, he said, uh, you know, Ringo, he said he... Um, he, uh, he said something about Liverpool. He said it wasn't a bad thing, really. He said, but he just said, you know, he loved LA and blah, blah, blah. Mm. He said, and uh, people took, you know, they took it badly in Liverpool. I said, what happened? He said, well, there was a topiary um, <laughs> exhibition of the four of us and they cut Ringo's <laughs> head off. I thought, what an interesting way wow. of dealing with it. Uh, yeah. We'll take the floor and then fall the roots. <laughs> it's quite a genteel act of It is. Yeah, yeah I'd still be upset now. Because <laughs> when it's the three Beatles and you're just like a, a severed twig. Like a basil bush. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, Basil, Basil Bush. Bush. Basil <laughs> Can I say, that would be a great tribute act. Basil I Bush. would go to see Basil Bush. Yeah, yeah I'd be worried about Bush. the nature of his act. <laughs> <laughs> or her act. It's my drag name. Okay, I was so oh yeah. Um, the other thing about Paul McCartney that I loved is when he went off stage, and they were sort of the crowd was sort of, I thinking, will there be another encore? He did the traditional sleeping symbol, you know, the sort of sideways namaste, yeah, with your head lying on it. He did that. I thought that's a great old bloke thing. What to say he was going I'm to good bed? For, I'm, I'm going go- to sleep now. Going yes. to bedy bow bow. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to use. I'm doing gigs this week. I'm going to use that when I go off stage. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, but the gigs are ending at seven p.m. <laughs> but it's still fairly accurate. To yeah. be How do you refer to sleeping? If you're, for example, if you're texting someone, because mm. there are a lot of different ways people have. Some say some favour cop some zeds. Yeah. Oh. I had to make you say, I'm, I'm going to knock out some Zeds. Oh, I don't like that. Knock out some Zeds. That sounds Zeds. very horrible. Yeah, yeah that oh, sounds okay. aggressively. I don't, I tell you what I don't like. Mm. I don't like, oh, I've got to get some shut eye. Oh, oh. okay. Mm. Yeah. What about up the wooden hills to Bedfordshire? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about that very, very posh man we knew who was so posh that he had a silly nickname? Everyone called him Farf. Okay. I think I told you about Farf. Okay. No one ever knew what the real name was. He'd just right. called, been called Farf. And it's normally a nanny has given them that name and it's Oh, stuck. yes, of mm. course, yeah. So Farf um, used to say when he was tired, when, it, when it, he decided it was time to go to bed, obviously mm. he didn't want to be rude and say it you know, and offend people. So he would sigh and say, right, I think we're all very tired now. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That was that. Everyone would leave. Very empathetic. Far yes. <laughs> very empathetic. Man. Oh, I've got to tell you something that happened to me this week. I went to a screening of, um, of The Princess, which is this... Um, 
documentary mm. about um, Princess Diana. Okay. Princess Di um, nominative. And that's your friend does that? Film. Yes, yeah. yes. So I, I, I was in. It's, it's brilliant. I okay. mean, you think, oh, I know everything about it, but it's just watching it happen. I mean, I won't hear the ending. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, we were standing in the before there. People, there was some some of the nicest um, volavol I've had for a long time. Oh, I love a volavol. Anyway, um, a guy came up to me, and there was two women standing like shoulder to shoulder in front of the poster and he said to me um, could I take a photo and I said uh, yeah, yeah of course I said do you want and I thought I'll, I'll be all humble I said do you want me in it yeah. uh-huh. and he said no I just want you to move him. <laughs> and he was actually asking me to move so he could take a photo of these two women oh. I felt my shoulders dislocate. Oh, don't. I've done that recently. Oh, it's really awful. It's pretty bad. But anyway, you know, <laughs> I suppose I did. Uh, I didn't just assume. I didn't just. What if I'd stepped into the lineup and he had to pull me but out? But I've done that before when somebody's gone with you to kind of take a photo and I've gone, of course, and then they've handed me the camera oh. to yeah. take a picture of their wife and them. And it's oh. like, oh, God. Yes. I think it's it's good. It's good for the soul. That's that's. But my... I, I quite like it when I was interviewing um, Alla Jones on my podcast, and a man came over and said to him, uh, "He said, what do you do then?'" And it show it can show one in a very good light because Alad was very humble. He mm. said, "Oh, I do a bit of singing." He said, "Do you? What sort of singing then?" My wife likes choral music. Oh. Do you know any of that? I mean, I was uh, dying yeah. inside. Mm. I was dying. I was trying to throw this man hints. Yeah. He wouldn't have it. I said, oh, he said, what's your name? And he was saying, Alad, sir. Alad. Oh. Mm. It wasn't. And he still didn't twig. He didn't twig. And I kept saying to Alad, I just want that man to go home and Google Alad Jones. (laughs) And sort of, you know, feel a bit sick for an hour. Mm. It's well, just because you specifically I was at a, I was at a party telling this bloke about touring and how exciting it was and how I loved touring and stuff like that, and how I was doing, like, 3,000-seaters and things. I said, what do you do? He said, uh, I'm in a band, actually. I said, are you? <laughs> I said, have I heard of you? Would I have heard of them? He said, maybe. We're called Pink Fly. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Some of our readers have sent in... Things they like to say before going to bed. I might rephrase that. <laughs> right. As Justin of Earlwood has said, I'm Australian, so obviously it's something that couldn't go to air. Okay. And I like that couldn't go to air. I yeah. enjoy the way he phrased that. Um, we've had Anthony Moss, someone I knew used to say they were going for uh, a long blink. Oh, oh. oh that reminds me, I had a mate who used to say, I'm just going to go and have a look at the inside of my, my eyelids. Eyes, yeah. Oh! <laughs> um, Lee Smith, time for me cot. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. I love the word cot. Do you? Yeah. That's, I love a cot. Good. Oh, Good. Yeah. Do you, and a Z bed. Do you remember Z beds? No, I don't remember that. Do what other kind of beds are there? Well, there's obviously the bunk bed. That's still for sleeping in that. It's still a Z bed, isn't it? Well, the bunk bed. I've always liked the idea of bed clothes. <laughs> bed clothes. That's it. If you put the bed clothes, clothes on, on. You're, you're going to dress the mattress. <laughs> what happened to bed valances? 
Oh, I Pilmit. love Valens. Where's your Pilmit gone? Do- Pilmit? <laughs> Why are there so many songs about... Oh, yes. Like, where's your Pilmit gone? Where's or your- maybe a divan. Oh, a divan. Do you know, we all, we had a divan. We had... That was always... Hang on, explain to me what divan is again. It's not... Oh, the isn't is the divan a bed with a, drawer with a big underneath. drawer in it? We yeah. had it in the living room. Yeah. And it was if my parents had a, an argument, my dad would sleep on the divan. Oh, I pronounce yeah. it duvan. Duvan. <laughs> it's divan, though, yeah, isn't it? It's divan. Okay. Um, we have. I, I sounded a bit Kermit, though. <laughs> I've, I've done too many um, wire there this morning. It's catching. We have some uh, things I say instead of going to bed. Okay. MJM. For years, I've sang to myself in the style of a limerick, it's time to go to bed to rest my weary head. <laughs> <laughs> However, I've in never... In what thought... way is that in the style of a limerick? Well, MJM's not done yet. Can you please okay. wait? However, I've never thought of a suitable ending to this. Do you see? So she's saying it's set up as a limerick. Is it a okay. shame? Uh, yes, okay. because her entire name is spelt out, E-M-J-M. So I've been going to bed on half a limerick for about 15 years, which isn't the life I'd hoped for. No, So she's I'm out thinking, on a limb. Could, oh, could we put something back in here? I mean, I've got two stand-ups here, two of the best in the business. I'm going to well, need a bit of time. Can, what what, what oh, do you want, then? <laughs> It's so it begins. The rhythm's not quite right, no, MJ. I'm afraid no. your meter is slightly <laughs> off, MJM. It should be. Sorry, MJM. It's time is to it go that? to bed. But what does it, she say? She says, "It's time to go. It's time to go to bed to rest my weary head." Maybe she's doing that all as it's one. It's to be. I was. It's time I was going to, to bed. bed. Okay, let's let's do. We'll help you out, MJ. <laughs> for the it's resting of my weary head. head. Oh, I don't like for the resting. Well, I'm trying to rescue this <laughs> awful <laughs> debark of a limerick. Poor MJ. We shouldn't do this on air. I think okay, we can post okay. it. We'll have a break. Okay. And when we get back, we're going to have an absolute <laughs> side splitter. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. It has been like um, eight out of ten cats. Me and Zoe have been scribbling away to try and come up with a, a limerick for absolute MJM. For MJ. MJM. Absolute I'm so gold. impressed. Well, it might at the be. Speed. They, they might be rubbish. <laughs> well, we'll be the judge of that, so and we will judge. So, who there's wants no to kick... might about this? This is rubbish. I've written here. Who wants to kick off? I'm going to go first because I think Frank might top me. Oh, I would never top you, Zoeen Lyons. Go on, then. Okay. It's time to go... Oh, sorry. Oh, I've got the first one. Oh, no, I'm hating it. I'm hating it so far. I mean, if this was a poetry reading, I'd be eyeing the exit. This is my slam poetry debut, if you don't mind. Zoe, also, can you imagine? He said, if this was a poetry reading, what if this was a comedy again? He said, oh, I'm hating it so far. We've all done that. It wouldn't be the first time I've heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope it's the last I'm going to give you a proper... (laughs) I'm not having this. What's that? That's not happening. No. (laughs) That 
used to happen to me in clubs. People, oh, no, this isn't happening. No, no. What was, can I, we are going to get to this, but just right. to give it a bit of a ramp. Frank, can you remind me briefly, David Badil was at the theatre, I believe, once, wasn't he? And he had a similar thing with his child at the time. When... Oh, what happened is eight from Steps was in um, Joseph and his technical uh, dream coat. And he started singing one of those very, when it's just him in a spotlight. Close every door. And his daughter, Dolly, who was very little at the time, I point she wouldn't do it now, said, I don't like this. <laughs> I think that was it. She's, I think what she said... You've led me into one of David Baddiel's anecdotes. Oh, I, sorry. I expect an invoice <laughs> in the week. Oh, yes. Anyway, come on, stop All playing right. for time, okay. Lions. Right, OK. <laughs> It's time I was going to bed to rest my weary head. I took to the stairs but tripped to my flares and now Glamrock is dead. Oh, <laughs> oh come it's on. good. Is it all right? It's I really, good. Okay. I really I know like I've got that. to follow. That was a trap. Follow that. Skinner. It's one of those hostlers, one of those limerick hostlers <laughs> who say, well, I haven't really written a limerick before, but we'll, oh, maybe no. just for like £50 for the first bet. It's very me with my A levels. I failed them all. <sighs> Anyway, so cool. now I am going to bed for the resting of my weary head. I've got a new mattress. It still <laughs> remains splatless. Not so good for my sexual cred. There <laughs> uh, you have it. Breakfast radio. Oh, so. do you know, there's something so satisfying about this. Working with mm. comics, I mean, honestly... Working with I poets, think, in no, this I instinct. feel like this is Henry VIII just saying to the jester, write me, write me something to amuse me. God, that be... I think there'd be more pressure on there'd Henry VIII's jester. Yeah. Well, I don't know, you've known me a while, Frank. It's, it's kind of... Well, I know. <laughs> uh, it, took, it took these people 60 seconds to come up with that comedy genius. This um, woman's been trying for years. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> We Nothing. make it look easy. You see, the difference between me and MJM is I wouldn't be able to get to sleep until I'd completed the limerick. Yeah. Just We've got some other here. examples as well. Spencer X. Um, I'm off to Club Duvet. I like this oh, one. Oh, that's Club good. Duvet. I've said that many times when I've been out and then been told that people have never been there. They've asked, where's <laughs> Does that? Anyone, <laughs> Does anyone ever say that it's bed o'clock? <laughs> Oh, I, hope, I hope they do. I've got a lovely oh, one here from God. Nadine in Hull who says, we always say it's time to go up the dancers, the Fred Astaire's. Oh. See, that's nice, oh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but what about the bungalows? How does Bungalow Bill cope with that? <laughs> yeah. Do you think, by the way, that that's a true story about a bunch of stagehands at um, MGM Studios were watching Fred Astaire walk just backstage in the lunch break? And he took his cigarette out of his mouth, dropped it, and he twisted <laughs> to put it out on the floor, and they all applauded. That was a, <laughs> it's a very sort of old movie anecdote. I hope it's true. This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons is with us this morning. I love Zoe Lyons. Have I told you that before? I love you too, Frank. Um, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Now, now, I'd like to formally apologise. Oh, OK. It's with a heavy heart... It's not really, but I feel I've got to say that. Yeah. To MJ. I'd like to apologise to MJ. OK. I'd like to apologise to my colleague, Frank Skinner. I'd oh. like to apologise to my colleague, Zoe Lyons. OK. When 
MJ. You may remember MJ was the the author of the limerick. Yes. I mean, I, I use the word author. It, it, the word author's doing a bit of heavy lifting there, let's not lie. <laughs> Wasn't it MJM? It was. was yes, OK. Because I saw, I was trying to think of a Zoe Lyons, MJM, MGM. MJM. I never got there. No. I abandoned it. MJM, you said, do you remember what you said to me, Frank? You said, how do you know? It's, how do you know it's a woman, I said. And I, I said, I just do, I just do, because it's spelled you out. You said it's completely spelled out, and I didn't quite understand mm. how you explained it, and neither did Zoe, because I looked at her I thinking, like does she quiet. get it? She looks yeah. possible. But we just carried on, because we're a little bit okay. scared of you. I, <laughs> good, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> I didn't quite understand it either, but oh. I got away with it. Okay. It's partly because I spell out my own name phonetically with E-M. Anyway, I'm putting off the inevitable... Yes. Which is the news that I was wrong. Oh. oh. MJM, oh. that awkward moment when you are... MJM's been very charitable, understandably referred to as a female on the right. radio. OK. My Twitter is actually my initials spelt out phonetically. I see. So MJM it was M- is a chap. M oh. as in Divine Miss M. Yeah, but MJM was very nice about it. I'd like to apologise... I mean, I don't know where to start. No. Oh, look, it's fine. They've taken it well. I think we're past it. I would, <laughs> and also, I just want to be able to play a correction jingle yeah. because I want Zoe to hear <laughs> what happens when um, a jingle is really badly mixed. Let's hear it. Yeah. Correctione, correctione, ole, ole, ole. The suggestion is that I'm part of the crowd on that. But I'm part of the crowd who's a lot closer to the microphone than the rest of the crowd. Sounds like you're part you're of in a the... separate stadium. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It sounds like you're part of the. It sounds like we're in a loo in a coach. No, yeah. no, it's, yeah. it's not good. We've also had some outside world mm-hmm. contributions. Uh-huh. What people say instead of, I'm going to bed. Can I play one more jingle just to prove sure. that the producer can do it when she really puts her nose to the grindstone? Wow. Outside world, outside world, whoa, the outside world. <laughs> Actually, she I've just remembered she didn't do that one. <laughs> She's just said I did. She didn't. It's like a sea shanty. It is, fan, yes, yeah. that's what we're after. Oh, Shanty esque. That yes, was that yes. was the brief. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Rob G, I live in Bedfordshire, so it doesn't work for me. No, I, I can see that. I suppose he is going up the wooden hills to Bedfordshire, <laughs> but he's also going from Bedfordshire. Yeah. Yeah. It's I also like I like Peter Ferguson. He sounds like my kind of man. Do you know what he says when he goes to bed? Go on. Well, that's it. I'm off. Good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's quite direct. Do you like it? It's direct. That's it. It's one of those catchphrases that feels like it needs some... It's still in draft form. Pizzazz. Like, a, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. And you think, yeah, Johnny, yeah. That, that's all right as a placeholder, but you need something a bit more written. OK. All right, I'm off. How about going off to the land of Nod, says Robin West George. Oh, yeah, that used to be... I, I like the Nod. mystical um, nature of it. Yeah. I wonder if um, Slade used to say that to each other before they went to bed because of, because of Noddy, Noddy Holder. Karen says, uh, time for bed, said Zebedee. Oh, yes. Mm. Which, for our younger um, listeners, of which there are, I think, four, mm. <laughs> um, that used to be the end of um, the Magic Roundabout. Roundabout yeah. Mm. 
Right, so there's a few of those. Isn't that ending yes. traditional? Well, I always use, but I don't use it for going to bed. I use this when people are being a bit selfish or narcissistic. Um, I say uh, when Bagfuss goes to sleep, all of his friends have to go to sleep. Okay. okay. And then, of course, you can't, it doesn't really work on the radio because it involves a wink. But there was Anne Robinson going goodbye and then winking. Yeah. And when I first saw it, I thought, oh, so is it not goodbye there? Because the wink suggested there was some, we know, we know, know, it really is a really goodbye. But then it was goodbye. Absolutely ridiculous. Like when you know that people go to an after party and you haven't been invited. That's what she was doing. Um, Yeah. I bet she's never not been invited (laughs) to an after party. The John Lewis slogan. (laughs) Yes. Never knowingly not invited to an after party. Frank Skinner. I should say, let it be officially noted that the producer Sarah did make the shanty jingle. And it's a classic, it's an instant classic. Not just that, she produced (laughs) witnesses. I mean, she subpoenaed these people. She did. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Who are we to argue? No, so um, (laughs) her boyfriend and her mum both texted in to say that. which makes Sarah me wonder. I love, what, yeah, where's my support structure? <laughs> I was going to say, I think my parents were saying, what is it you do again? Mm. But is Sarah playing the jingles at home? There's a man who works on the um, the roundabout in Brighton, and I always imagine that he plays the same music when he gets home, that sort of dingity 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 like after a long day's work. Maybe that's what Sarah does. I'd like it if Sarah said, what should we put on? And she yeah. just put on the Crexioni. Maybe okay. for a night, maybe I'll have a glass of wasp. I've got some chill-out sing- <laughs> jingles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chill-out jingles. Yeah. I, um, so I that's what I call jingles. Can you put the jingles on track all, <laughs> yeah. I asked Simon... Uh, Simon... Uh, Cow, what he listened to at home. He said, well, you know, when you work in... Um, he said, well, look. <laughs> and we always start like that. Yeah. Well, look, when you work in music, you don't really want to listen to music when you get home, so I, I never listened to it. And I thought, oh, that's something very pantomime Lucifer about that. I'm <laughs> glad he didn't say this industry. Anyone who says this he might, industry... He might, I might have cleaned mm, it up a bit. Well, look, in this industry... Yeah. Oh, no. Speaking of industry, I saw a news item this week which caused caused me to stagger back. I think it was three paces. Yeah. And the suggestion was, now, if you've got any American listeners, I'd like a bit of... That the electric kettle Mm -hmm. is not um, commonly known in the United States of America. Mm. I can believe that. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. I can believe that. I understand, because I couldn't believe I it. I, it was the New York Times, wasn't it, this appeared in? Mm. Someone tweeted mm. it. And what was brilliant was that the feature, it was kind of a featurette, it said, was began, consider, comma, the electric kettle. <laughs> and then went on to sort of suggest it was... Some innovation. Yeah, something that no-one knew about. This new invention. Best-kept secret. (laughs) But that's sort of typically American, isn't it? On on occasion, they can make things very, very tricky for themselves. You know, something as simple as a kettle would be... Well, to be fair, they're they're in the basics. Because apparently the popular thing in America is the kettle on the hob. 
They like the stove Like a whistling, kettle. like a... Yeah, I can well there now. Well, I remember that from Fatal Attraction, do you? Oh, it's I remember it from life. Or <laughs> <laughs> life. I remember it from my nanas. Or life. life. No, we always, we always put the kettle on the hob, the, just the normal kettle. And the, the, I remember when we got one that had the whistle, and honestly, it was like we'd just got Wi-Fi. <laughs> It was like, what? I, in fact, if, if there was a, um, one of those BBC programmes, um, History of the World in a Hundred Great Underrated Inventions, mm. I would say the, the whistle kettle thing yeah. would be up there. It's, it's amazing it took them so long to put a whistle on it. I yeah. know. Well, that's the thing about yeah. great inventions. Maybe if they'd put one of those party gazoos on the end, it would have been... Like, when it was done, it was... Like, yeah, but you, what, what oh, you, you don't want... Can you imagine when the tea was boiled, it went... Yeah. No, but what you don't want with a party gazoo, which I've never heard it called before... <laughs> I don't know what you call it. ..is um, <laughs> when it was boiled, there would be no retraction of the curl. So yeah. it would... That last note... You don't want that elongated for ages, while no. you... It's, no. a, it's a visible representation that the kettle's I, boiled. I think that I, I'm surprised it hasn't been done. If, I can't if, have any trot with any of these things because of my mis, I have misophonia. So with my misophonia, it'll play out. But just, just what? Just before we go into the break, yeah. um, if there was a history of the world in a hundred great underrated inventions, mm. I'd, I'd like to know what our readers would like to include on eight twelve fifteen. By the way, an electric kettle in, in the USA, I discover, is known as a hot pot. I mean, that just confuses a things. A hot pot? Yeah. That's... That confuses things even more, doesn't it? Because the Lancashire hot pot and all that. Yes, you'd be very confused if you mm. boil some, some, boil some water. Sorry, I'm really relieved mm. that Frank said US. Did you say US or USA? I think I said USA. I don't yeah, think I'd ever say US. No, and I'm relieved you said USA. And I wouldn't say the States ever. And I wouldn't say across the pond. Oh. These are my rules. Why do people? Why do people say across the pond? That question to either Frank Skinner or Zoe Lyons. Because, like most people, they say it because they've heard someone else they'll say it, yeah. and they haven't evaluated it in any way before they've taken it on as their own. It's a big pond, isn't it? I mean, mm. if that's a big I also. Pond. Well, well, I think by saying it, it's they're tidal. trying I mean, to it's suggest... it's tidal, that's one of the, problems. Yes, one of the first pond. problems. But yeah, guys, you're going to use some of your card. The, the reason that the states and across the pond, it's mm. sort of suggesting there's a familiarity with it. You know yes. what it is? It's there's a buddiness to that. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm so familiar with it. Because It's, it's really, the hankering, isn't yeah. it, for the special <laughs> yeah. relationship because which doesn't say, exist. Yeah. We don't say across the stream to France, do we? And no. that is a lot closer than the United no. States because we're like, no, there's a channel between us and let's keep it that way. Whereas with the marriage, we're like, it's just a little pond. Yeah. One of the most argued over answers on Trivial Pursuit was what do the French call um, the chat, the English Channel? What do they call it? Well, it was, it's in French, I think, mm. and I've, I've heard heated disputes about well, if you've said it in English, it should still be the same and all that kind of... They may have changed it now because I think it led to a few... Um, a brutal killing. 
Absolute, absolute radio. Uh, that was nine, a nervous laugh. 9.31am on Absolute Radio. <laughs> You're allowed a nervous laugh. That was I a nervous laugh. You know, but uh, I was interested to learn that <clears throat> we obviously refer to the French exit, the French goodbye. When you leave a party, uh, I call it discreetly, which is mm. how I choose to leave. Make a big fanfare when you arrive. Everyone knows you're there. And then you slip off without a goodbye. Oh, OK. I call that a French goodbye. Apparently, the French refer to it as an English goodbye. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. Oh. So, Educational as well as entertaining, this programme. It's always, I, I, it was always my dream. I don't think he means that. I think he thinks I've ruined his show. No, he doesn't. There's something I... I, um, I recently... Yeah. Um, the, the electric kettle in our house mm. broke... Oh. I say broke in the abstract so as not to apportion blame mm. of any kind. <laughs> and we um, we then, because obviously the, even in the age of Amazon, it, it's going to be 48 hours before you've got your new electric kettle, mm. um, we went to um, saucepan, lipped saucepan. Okay. Oh. And I just, this, I'll tell you after this, um, <laughs> What was my problem? Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So we're discussing the New York Times, which um... hold it, hold it. I've oh. got, I've got, my, I've got a cliffhanger. Oh yeah, oh, saucepan. It's a background. <laughs> that sounded so damning, bug. Oh, your saucepan. Oh, your yeah. saucepan. My lipped, lipped, lipped. Saucepan. When you say lipped, do you mean like poury spout lip? Yes, okay. because it's hard to put. I don't want to be pouring hot water into a cup out of a just a standard. So you uh, need the poury spout yeah. bit. But you're dealing with boiling water, children. Mm. If you listen, mm. you've got to be extra careful. So, is this a saucepan with a, a pouring bit? Oh, yes. I don't. Yeah. I no, can't so have any business with them. Well, well, they don't fit into other saucepans properly. That's where I have. The aesthetics are all over the shop. Yeah. The secret is to only have lips. <laughs> That's my advice. And the nice thing is then they, don't, lips. they don't get twisted out of shape <laughs> because they slot in. It's like a lock. Oh, I see. Yeah. Anyway, so when we'd used it for a few, for a couple of days, we didn't like, we didn't tip the water out or anything. We just kept filling it up like yeah. you do a kettle. Yeah. Within... Like 24 hours, that white, you know, that sort mm, of coral yeah. reef that <laughs> yeah. forms. Yeah. That was forming. And I thought, you know what? I'm glad there's a lid on our kettle. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to know. You know, when you sometimes, I sometimes I've misjudged how much water's in the electric kettle. Oh. And I thought, I'm going to have to completely empty it to, to fill this cup of tea now. Mm. And then you get what, what I would call them. Um, Kettle chips. Yeah. You end kettle up with black. that. Little crunchy bits of yeah. white enamel that's I mean yeah. I just don't go into a kettle. I know it's bad in there. I don't that's all I need to know. The innards are it's like the surface of the moon. I've been in there. I br- you have to brace yourself before opening it. Ugh. I don't want to look in there. My, my, I've got those little... I've, in the bottom of my kettle, I've got, like, little wire Brillo pad things that you stick in that apparently make... What is it? Some I sort of... I don't know. <laughs> my mum uses them, and she gave them to me as a bizarre gift. Matchbox-type like, car wash. Yeah, yeah. But it takes some of the hard water out. You know where she's got that from? She's what? motorway. Those motorway <laughs> toilets that yeah. have those chew... You know those things where you chew a toothbrush? Oh, yeah, and like it gets that. Your teeth, yeah? yeah, it's a kettle version. Oh, People I'd... used to put a stone, a, like a pebble, 
in the kettle. kettle. And, yeah, and the idea was that the terrible coral would stick to that and not to the kettle. And it's you... A, you know what I find really disturbing is... Well, this should be a good <laughs> list. <laughs> it's not really. It's just the piping. I hate all the piping. I don't want to know what you, how you do no, it. No, I know. It's a Kettle bit, piping. It's a bit, I don't want to know how you do it. It is a bit Pompidou centre. <laughs> what do you mean, piping? The piping in the, inside the kettle. Wow. Are you talking about the Elamore? Yeah, exactly, Frank. Well, the Elamore is, is essential to us. Why has the mention of Pompidou turned you into Inspector Clouseau? Oh, I know, I love her. Elamore. <laughs> I've never looked at my kettle and thought... Mm. Pompidou. I mean, it's. Um, that's all really? I think. Have you not got the Elamore? Yeah, I, LMO? I look at my kettle and think, well, hold on, where are the street entertainers? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Absolute radio. Here's the thing. Go here's on. the thing about the um, the kettle that you put on the hob. I when we grew up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And which we always had one of those kettles. Um, we also, our iron um, was one that you put on the hob as well. That's wow. proper. Yeah. Uh, that, what, like, what, like a solid iron? Solid iron. Metal shaped iron like an iron. That you put on, like a sort of Monopoly piece. It, was, it, worked, it worked as a doorstop, except when my mum had ironing to do. And yes, it was only my mum. We didn't know, you see. <laughs> And um, and it would go on the on, on the, the hob or on in the, the oven on the no on the no you wouldn't have been out there. Well, I, oh, I've only ever seen those in sort of Great Expectations. Yeah. Yes, things. well, we didn't have any of those, but we did have. Uh, we had it. We it was in my life uh, growing up, which I would like to call exceedingly low expectations. Although it turned out well. Um, I, I want yeah, to bring and, up and the lady who lived next door, the old lady, used to put a house brick in the oven um, for a hot water. Wow. Substitute. Can I just say, I'm obsessed by Frank's childhood. (laughs) A house brick in the oven. That's a really good idea, though. House brick in the oven, I know, I know. Well, I want... It's Birmingham. (laughs) Birmingham, actually, I remember this from school, is the home of the, uh, the electric kettle. Is it? It was invented in Birmingham. In, it's such okay. a show-off, Frank. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> what about when... Kettle City! <laughs> hey, come on down to Kettle City! <laughs> Ain't gonna play Kettle City. <laughs> Take me down to Kettle, Kettle City. City. <laughs> Where the water's hot and the girls are pretty. <laughs> Oh, I'm really in my element. Oh, come on. Come on. We need something for that. That was that extraordinary. Was beautiful piece of... There's, there's only... I didn't yeah. say that, so I just said it was extraordinary, OK? There's got to be a kettle jingle in there somewhere in your I little magic box. I can't box. find it. We need, we, we need a whistle, but I just... I just be in Sarah's oh, archives got, of jingles. She's got... Uh, we're going to have to go to my old... He's got them set up for later. My old fallback position. <laughs> hey! Very good uh, upper body workout. See, mm. now, can I quickly, kettle, right, on hob. There's a bit of it I get because I once had my electrics redone in my flat in Brighton. <laughs> Haven't we all I thought you were walking yeah. differently. Yeah, I've been rewired. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive, isn't it? I had mine done. Yeah, it is expensive. This was a few years ago, and apparently the in cable wasn't big enough for all of my electrics at one point. And I said to the electrician, what, what, so what do we need to do? And he went, just don't have the kettle and the tumble dryer on at the same time. 
Beautifully simple. But the kettle apparently can blow the whole system. So that's what I'm saying. Energy-wise, are you better just to sort of, I don't know, put it on the hob or warm it between your thighs? I don't know. It's a good, it's a question though, isn't it, that someone environmentally might be able to answer. What yes. is, what's better for the planet, an electric kettle or a kettle on the hob? Or yeah. iced tea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was good. Yeah. on Absolute Radio. This is uh, <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. We're still talking kettle, I think. Yeah. We are, but briefly, mm. I would like to interject with some oh, of our interject by all means. Some of our readers' favourite inventions. Oh yes, of course, underrated. Underrated mentions. I do apologise. Daily Gunner uh, Rikards, would it be? Rikards? Frank Rikards. Rikard. Yeah, yeah, I'm going on, Frank. This, he sent a picture. Hello, Daily. This wine bra I picked up in a charity shop. Oh. Which is, I mean, I'm obsessed by this. How to describe it? Can you see it, Zoe? No, where am I? It's oh, sort of, do you know when you have, it's oh. kind of, there's a handle on it. Yes. And then the wine pokes out of a hole at the top. Do you know what of I mean? The bra. Yeah. It, he's calling it a wine bra. What would you do? How oh, would you describe okay. would the look I call, of it? I would say I would I would call that um, an attachable handle. Okay. <laughs> but then like I'm very. I'm literally what's saying what I'm seeing here. You'd be very good on catchphrase. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But I, it's um, entirely unnecessary. Yes. Isn't I'm, it like those? You know those ones where um, people pour wine into other people's mouths. Oh, like a little Hasn't that got a handle? Yes. Has that's called something else. That's got a special name. It's like a it? leather handbag with a bottle in it. Yes, yes, this is what this is. This yeah. is what this is. We've also got the back scratcher from David Gray. Uh, yeah. United. Oh, Na- that was one of his best singles. <laughs> <laughs> United Nathans has, I know, uh, we'll come back to that, has uh, recommended the Apple Core Remover. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is that is good actually. I don't have one, but now you mention it, I need one. I've got a massive American apple core remover. Oh no, is it an apple core <laughs> remover? Oh no, it takes the skin off, right? I got this as a gift once from my my, my family. You put the apple in like a brace, like a sort of it's like a wind up brace, very much like if you were doing something with a bit of DIY on a on a black and decker thingy oh yeah, yeah. it's very much what yeah. i do yeah so you stick an apple in this right yeah. then you would then you sort of lower on a blade onto the apple mm. and then you wind up a handle to oh, take and it spins the apple and takes it the skin very labor savings it is absolutely <laughs> pointless oh it's pointless it's environmentally friendly i eat the skin in. of an apple anyway who's gonna do, do that wow yeah, yeah crazy. i know i'm crazy times frank how crazy, are you crazy with times. fish fish yeah. rice pudding yeah. custard yeah yeah ticks or crosses on yeah. the skin um, even mistake sometimes bit of skin on that let me have oh, that okay. <laughs> well you leave the uh, you leave the leather outer on it yeah 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 That's what about something. fraz man has said they have a little lift in a gherkin jar now. Oh. That's ace. What, so the gherkin can get up? Yes, it's brilliant. What, so the gherkin is lazy? No, it's so good. I think this is a brilliant invention because if you drain your gherkins, as we Mm. all know, they they can dry out and shrivel up. 
And nobody likes a shriveled up gherkin. Not oh, even me. <laughs> no. I don't much like a moist one. Oh, I love a moist gherkin. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, I love a gherkin. So it's like a little... Drain your gherkin sounds a bit like lock up your daughter's. <laughs> it's getting, it feels like a thing you might sh- shout as you roll into town. Drain your gherkins! And then, and then um, straight into uh, the boys are back in town. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> but the lift, I, have I seen yeah, the yeah, lift? You know about know village? Feta cheese comes with it too. Okay. It's, not, it's all gone a bit Tom Cruise's shoes, it's hasn't not, it? With it's the not lift. just for so gherkins. I mean, so it's basically a little sort of platform that sits at the bottom of the jar, but it's got holes in it, so it drains the gherkin fluid out as you lift the little platform out. Right. And you Can get you stop a doing that? I see. <laughs> it's a bit... Like, it reminds me of when uh, we went to see about uh, a tour van that we'd put in, and the guy said, well, it's done 11K, I'm going to have to ramp it. <laughs> You're ramping your gherkins. You're ramping your gherkins. Yeah, ramping you your gherkins. <laughs> Twisting my melon, Matt. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's all right, lads. They're, they're already ramped. <laughs> the boys are leaving town. They should have done that as a sequel. The boys are leaving town for the end of the gig. It sounds too bleak. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I showed Zoe and Frank uh, a picture of my kettle. Mm. What did you both think? Be completely honest. I very much liked it. It was kind of Bauhaus. Mm. In its, it had a strong uh, design simplicity. feel. It's got mm. a Nordic vibe. It's a dove grey colour. It's very Nordic. It's got what appears to be a wooden handle. Lovely. Which well, is nice. Don't get much more Nordic than wood. <laughs> don't, do you? I mean, well. unless it's an entirely wooden kettle. It's which, the sort of kettle yeah. they have in... Which wouldn't work. Wouldn't work on the hob. <laughs> it's... Uh... <laughs> oh, what's a oh, nice glow from my Nordic oh, kettle? Oh, I suppose the good thing is the wa- yeah. when it burnt, the water would put it's, the fire yeah. out. Let's just steam. Well, we do, let's not let's That's a not good safety. It turns mm. out the wooden kettle's a good safety uh, device. <laughs> wow. I find that when uh, my partner makes me a cup of tea, which she does now and again... How do you find cat's tea? Well, there's a dilemma here. That's, I'm not leading the witness, by the way, because I like cast tea, but I just, with partners... She does a thing which I struggle with, is yeah. that the kettle is boiling and she thinks, oh, I'll get the cup out now and all that. The mm. kettle stops boiling. Mm. I am beside myself. Why? The kettle quietens down the bobbling ceases yeah. and then she pours it in the cup well of course no she's not a, I mean of course tea needs to be made with a with boiling water that's that's uh, when I pour it the light is still on the kettle you know that that little light the optimal it's, bob, it's bobbling and spitting when I pour it into it no you can't drink that Frank yeah, boiling water has to go into tea though that's what it's about it's absolute it? lunacy if I, I was never... making a coffee or or a tazane. If I was making a tazane, it would be a. You're looking at me like. That's what I used to call herbal tea, I remember when it first came out. Tazane? I drink tazane, yeah. What's that? Oh, no. I didn't know that. Was yes. it a brand name or was no, it? No, I don't think. I think it's a generic term Umbrella for herbal term tea. For... Oh, have I got it wrong now? No, I'm sure you have it right, but we used to. I thought... thing, would you like a tazane? <laughs> oh, don't mind if I do. What is it? 
It sounds like a Moroccan chicken dish. No, well, no. I think you've made this up to test us to see if we just agree blindly or whether we've got our own minds. Yeah, I've well, never well, heard of put, it to say. You know when you say something that you're confident of and yeah. then people go, then I feel, I'm not one of those persons who think I know I'm right. I think, ooh. <laughs> no, I think we've already proven this yeah. morning that I'm, uh, that I'm rarely right. I mean, I've got someone's, you know, whole gender wrong. I know, but that's not as bad as inventing a term for herbal tea. <laughs> what is it? To say. To say. If any of our readers, because they're bright people, they know their onions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mentioned onions. Somebody um, has answered my question about the um, efficiency. Yeah, of... I know, Zoe. We'll get to I'm that. I'm really excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Tazane? Tazane, can, can someone just tell us? Is oh. Frank, is there such a thing as a Tazane or has Frank made that up? Because it sounds a little bit made up. That's completely made up, Frank. I, why would I make that up? I've what no would be idea. my motivation? Just to seem sort of more highbrow in the tea department. I don't. Which is, oh, okay. you know, our life Fair goals are, are dropping here. That's Okay, uh, meanwhile, <sighs> back to Zoe back in the studio. Back to the efficiency. 1588 tells me electric kettle is more efficient than a hob unless it's uh, an, an induction hob where it's the same. Okay. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that. So I'll carry on using my kettle because if they'd said hob, I'd have just totally been the kettle. Why would you have a kettle? You don't need it. Exactly. In yeah. terms of useless inventions, Jez Garrett, I appreciate we're about to go to a song, but I'd just like to leave you with this thought. Jez Garrett, the most useless mm-hmm. has to be the newer big bars of chocolate with wrappers that reseal. I don't buy a big bar of chocolate to put back in the fridge. I buy it because I've had a rubbish day and I need to overdose on sugar. Okay, well, that's fair enough. You have the option. Maybe you could um, use that as uh, that that wrapper as a backy pouch. Oh, yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah very traditional. Yeah. Meanwhile, let me just, just look up all the tisane. I'm just going to put the oh. kettle on. Anybody want a cup of tisane? Do you want to spell yeah. it? T-I- How do you tell you Any tisane text? Milk, two sugars. Yeah, lovely, you know. T-I-S-A-N-E. You can say it as many times as you like, right? Okay. Make it through. <laughs> It'll be a different world when we come back. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank. Yes. This is a great moment for you, and you know what? I'm going to let you have it. Okay. Let him have it. <laughs> Do you remember? You had asked whether. You didn't ask. You. It was an assertion you made regarding herbal teas. I said if I, I said if I didn't boil the kettle fully, I would be okay for a coffee or a tisane. <laughs> Do you want to remind us what happened then? Then uh, there was some some derision. <laughs> it reminded me of when I walked in here once, um, um, Zoe, and they were the team were talking about the recent uh, episode of Breaking Bad, and I mm. said, did anyone see Merlin yesterday? And they, <laughs> laughed, they laughed with scorn at me, and that's what, that's, that was a Tazain, it's a Tazain moment. You're, you're going to like this. Go on. We've been inundated mm. with Tazain confirmations. Oh, alrighty. Fantastic. I mean, Zoe, yeah. the switchboard has blown up oh, and your support. Thank you, that. everyone. Thank you all for your support. Alison Err, uh, I think she spells that in the midge way. Mm. Right. Frank is right. 
That'll do me. And that's it. <laughs> My work here is done. And other things you haven't heard for a while at home. <laughs> no, Kath would say that. She says if you're mm, right, mate. She might. Oh, yeah, she would. Not, not with that gusto, though. <laughs> it's also what the French call herbal teas. So not oh. to, to say, and she's put a little thumbs up emoji. Not only are you right, you're very... Um, Sophisticated. Oh, see, I knew that. Sophisticated and on point. If you, if yeah. you put my Tazane information next to my um, the electric kettle was invented in Birmingham, oh, there mean, you have the full range of my my interests. Ruth Jordan, a Tazane is a herbal tea, Frank, and there is a tea room called Tazane's in Broadway in the Midlands. Oh, see, it's all falling into place. <laughs> is this a really old-fashioned term? Don't oh. try and do it. Is it really, really, really Oh, you're wrong. So you're going to make it a bad only, thing to know. <laughs> only, like, Victorians no. would say. Well, stop us. Well, 8549 is <laughs> in saying, hi, all, to say it's indeed a thing. Oh. In an episode of Agatha Christie's Poirot, he asked <laughs> Miss Lemon for his Tizane, which is a herbal tea. So I'm just saying... <laughs> Yeah, but he only asked because he knew it was the most French-sounding yeah. thing possible. It sounds like it Tis- ought to be someone from a boy band, doesn't it? Yeah. I love Tizane. To- Tizane! Yeah. Tizane, you're my favourite. Tizane sounds like an entry-level electric car. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Anyway, it's a herbal tea, which I think we have now established. Can I hear, how do you think David Suchet would have delivered that line? If he was saying, um... Miss Lemon, I would like my Tazane now, please. Frank Skinner, you're a good actor. Oh, I'll try it. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's sushay and see. <laughs> uh, could I have my uh, Tazane now, Madame Lemon? OK, I, I like that, but I think he would have been... I don't think Poirot yeah. would be so... I don't think he would defer with a could I. I think he would say, my Tazane, please... Mademoiselle or maybe if it's in the middle of a case. Uh, Design. Yeah, just going on like that. In the middle of a case. Yeah, he's always in the middle of a case. So. I don't mean a case of design. I don't mean he's working his way. Do you think Poirot? Through one of the sections of a herbal tea display case. Oh, do you like the sections? Oh, I love the sections. Do you? Sections. Oh, I love the sections. Oh, obviously, they get those like tea boxes that open. You know, I always see like Max of teas. That was just flicking through them all. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like, it's like looking at CDs in HMV yeah. in, in the old I days. I feel like I'm very glamorous. I'm like in a casino when they give you the presentation. Emily, you <laughs> are very glamorous. <laughs> Now, Zoe Lyons was mm. sort of teasing us that she's had an incident. I had an incident. And, uh, oh, yeah. I yeah. want to hear it on air. Well, I'm getting over my incident now. I had an accident, Frank. Oh, is this, this going to be... Um, <laughs> it was, get your tiny little violins out, because it's quite bad. I have don't. got a tiny little violin. I've got the one that Buzz used to play when he was four, <laughs> and it yeah. is minuscule. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was three months, it's, uh, three months ago now, but I'm still getting over it. I, um, I had a little bit of a skiing incident. I've so, all, you've already lost a I bit know, of that's life. Why I, said, I know, everybody goes, oh, right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's worried about injuries to the in crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 
go on. No, I'm a re- I've, I, I'm, I've skied all my life. I'm a very good skier. It turns out it's the stopping that I have an issue with. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I was the same with drinking. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Drunk all my life. I'm a very good drinker. Yeah. It's the stopping. Right? That's the hard bit. Which, may I ask, which resort you were in? I was in Meyerhofen in Austria. Oh, lovely. Oh. And, uh, yeah, came to a halt in front of a large group of friends of mine, completely misjudged it and went headfirst down a hill. And um, the only way I can describe it is, you know when you put your hand in your pocket and you're expecting your phone to be there and it's not yes. there and you have a moment of panic and then yes. you remember it's on the sideboard at home and your heart mm. settles again? I've... I, I haven't had this experience before where you put your hand in your jacket expecting your shoulder to be there. Oh. And it's not. It's just not. Oh, and you know uh. it's not on the sideboard at home either. So, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I was taken off the mountain on one of those. They call it the blood sh- sled. They call it the blood sled. I'm going to call it the, the sled of shame. Oh. Because what they, if you haven't been... like Basically, it's like a massive orange sort of monge two skin. Oh, they would make yeah, it orange. bright orange so that everybody sees it. Mm. Strap you in. The only bit that's left exposed to the elements is your huge face of shame. Mm. That Then they drag past every cafe and bar on the slope so that everybody can have a good old look at you in your moment of misery. Oh. And I dislocated my shoulder, in fact. And... Um, uh, when they took me to the clinic in Austria, um, I thought they were going to give me quite high-end um, painkillers. No, not in Austria. I got two paracetamol and a glass of warm water. And I was sitting... Which is what you give to somebody with toothache, not somebody whose limb had been hanging off. Mm. Yeah. And um, when they sat me back in the uh, the waiting room, this is genuinely true, I sort of was zoning in and out a bit and I realised they were playing music. And then I suddenly realised the music they were playing in this waiting room in an Austrian clinic was R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts. Oh, yeah. perfect. Absolutely. Do you I, think that was deliberately chosen? I don't know. Well, I think I it think was. I think it probably was. It was. Yeah, after they'd given me two paracetamol, I think they went, put this on, it would be funny. Yeah. You see, you don't know Don't go what? breaking my arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's too suspicious. I, I told you when the dentist put on No Woman, No Cry... Hmm. And I said was this intentionally. They do it. Do they? Yes, I think they know what they're They're doing. doing. Okay. They knew what they were up to, Zoe. It's like walking into an undertaker's and they're playing Not Not Knocking on Heaven's Door. That would be be wrong. Has it put you off off skiing, Mm. the injury? No. No. Because no. Because no. No. All right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But you see a porno. That's multiple choice goes. That was rubbish, wasn't it? No. Pornos, I think, I take as a yes, if you get what I'm saying. I haven't broken a bone since I was a kid, and it's made me really, really aware of my own skeleton. I'm very aware of it now. Even going downstairs, I'm like, be careful of your skeleton! I took um, a, a girl, a girlfriend's ex-girlfriend's um, sister. I took to a West Brom versus Ipswich game. She'd mm-hmm. never been to a football match. Lucky thing. And at the end, she said to me, <laughs> "You know, all I could think of is that everyone standing there and all the people on the pitch were just skeletons." <laughs> Inside them all, we all had skeletons. skeletons. I said, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a great (laughs) game. The music started, guys. Can you hear the strains of Pride? Oh, yeah, that's Pride from outside. I can hear them calling me. I've got to go in a minute. Come back, (laughs) Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) They need me. Call of the wild. Yeah. (laughs) And it will be tonight. Um, uh, reader three zero nine seven. 
has um, has texted in to say hi, Frank and friends. I was in an MRI scanner a few weeks ago, and the hospital chose another one bites the dust. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my! God. <laughs> yes. What did that? Let's hope the results uh, turned out okay. Um, you see, when I'm in an MRI scanner, the noise of the scanner sounds like the music I listen to most of anyway, the time. I don't I need any <laughs> extra stuff. <laughs> I hate how still they make you go. Very still. You're not allowed to move at all. No, what is it with them? Don't play music and then make me be still. <laughs> MRI never, guys. I've never been in one. I've never been oh. in one. I had a, I, the last haircut I had, I was moved around, be still, be still. I kept, I had to stay. I could, it was honestly, I felt like I was posing for Rodan's thinker. Did you say, did you say the last haircut you had? Yeah. Well, you have your hair cut in an, an MRI, MRI scanner. Well, no, I'm talking about the concept of being oh. made to sit still. Oh, oh made yes. to sit still. In relation to that, yeah. when I was having my hair cut, I was also, I wasn't allowed to move. I didn't oh. know oh, that was I a see. thing. They kept, she kept saying, don't move, don't move. No, moving, oh. you're moving, you're moving. See, I, I had my paint portrait done recently. Uh, Something I wanted oh, to do my portrait. Threw that in, yeah. Nice. In pencil. Um, <laughs> and I didn't move, but I did talk throughout it. And as a result, my mouth's just a bit blurry on the, on the resulting oh, no. yeah, yeah. Do you think they did it in pencil so they can rub it out? I think and, so. and draw someone else on there. <laughs> so someone they yeah. like better comes yeah. along. We've By the way, there was a text which you teased me with yeah. about the TCB band. Oh, yes. I'm going to... I'm going to come to that imminently. Okay. Briefly, I'd just like to say greatest underrated inventions, the plastic zip, which allows you to reseal a bag of frozen peas. Are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Y- yeah. Yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Even though the answer is no. E- well, uh, it's called lying. Well, the annoying thing with those is I usually, I usually notice them just as I've scissored, scissored off a corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... and then you're like... Oh, I'm the same with the zip on my trousers. Yeah. <laughs> I use it. I've already hacked a hole in it with scissors, and then I notice there's a zip there. Oh, so, so annoying. Eight one three. Um, I shared a dressing room with the TCB band. That's Elvis's backing group from uh, from the seventies. Wow. Which stands for Frank? Taking care of business. <laughs> Elvis get... invented the um, poo bag for dogs. <laughs> he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Oh, why don't I get that printed on Ray's bag? Taking yeah. care of business. Taking care of business. Oh, Presley fine. poops. Yeah, do, you do know? it. With the, the lightning streak as well. <laughs> did it, did it, did it. Um, anyway, uh, he shared a dressing room with them in Leicester about 20 years ago. I made, so presumably they carried on. Well, they did, they did a show where they... Um, where they had Elvis on a big screen with his vocals um, isolated from the other stuff. So they were able to be a live backing group. Oh, I get it. It's one of those things, it's like you either find it wonderful or a bit depressing. It's upset me a bit. There's a big gap at the front of the stage where he would have been. I made them a cup of tea and was charmed by their apparent fascination with the electric kettle. Pianist Glenn Hardin said, Mm. well, will you look at that? As they gathered (laughs) around the boiling... These are guys who work with Elvis. (laughs) 
were blown away by an electric kettle. As they gathered around the boiling contraption with guitarist James Burton asking, how will we know when it's ready to use? <laughs> <laughs> These are great names from the Elvis world. Bassist Jerry Sheff oh, yeah. just said, watch and see, fellas, whilst drummer Ronnie Tuff just waited it out with a smile. Great. I've met all these guys. Have this you? was from uh, Andy Wood in West Yorkshire. You know one Andy of our Wood? regulars. No, but thanks for the tip. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great story. Yeah. Um, yeah the, 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 um, I met them and Glenn Hardin, the piano player, said, I said, Elvis used to sit in and play p- piano sometimes, didn't he? He said, yeah, just about the worst piano player I ever heard. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> anyway, the final episode of Series 5 of my poetry podcast Ooh. will be out on Wednesday. Who is it's, it? It's, um, I'll give you a clue. He, he, um, he jousted in the same tournament as King Henry VIII. Yes, it was Sir Thomas Wyatt. You all knew that. Anyway, catch up on any episodes you've missed wherever you get your podcast. He never recovered from that injury, really. Do listen to it. It's um, Sir Thomas Wyatt wrote a poem that I use um, in interviews, uh, the opening line. They flee from me that Mm -hmm. sometime did me seek. It's a great description of um, showbiz. (laughs) Flaky people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look, um, that's it from us. Zoe, thanks. It's always great to have you here. here. Lovely to be here. Happy Pride. Thank you. I'm off for a cup of tisane. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that'll be flowing at Pride. Yeah. It'll be a tisane fest. Um, so look, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. 